Hello, and welcome to the Headache Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Taves, joined by Dr. Storsbach, uh, who was out sick last podcast, so it's good to have her back. I know. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I don't have to do this <laughs> solo, because I'm sure uh, the listeners are... A little bit uh, bored by just hearing me rant about <laughs> headaches and migraines. Um, yeah, so today's podcast, we're going to talk about posture. So I was looking back through the podcast that we've done, and I think we're this is like podcast 80 or something. We've done quite a few, and it's wow. been fun. Yeah. But uh, the ones that do well seem to be ones that people can take something away from the podcast, uh, very applicable, uh, practical type takeaways. And so I, I was trying to come up with uh, content that uh, you all would find helpful. And so what I came up with are three postures that we commonly see in the clinic that have an impact on headaches and migraines, three postures that uh, we typically work to correct. And so what I want you to be able to take away from this podcast is uh, understanding those three postures, I want you to be able to actually evaluate them on yourself to, to have context of what your posture looks like. We'll talk about how that posture um, comes to be uh, in most scenarios or, or what we believe is the scenario that, that you um, have come to, uh, to have this posture, how that has how that impacts the neck, so the implications with headaches and migraines, and then finally what to do about it. And because uh, our mission on this podcast is to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines to break free from a life of fear and dependence and thrive in everything you do. And so um, we want to be helpful by educating you on posture and uh, these three specific types, because we've talked about posture before, uh, but we want to get very specific and practical uh, on today's podcast. So we hope you find it helpful. All right, let's get started. The three postures. What? Uh, let's lay those out for people. Yeah. So we've got the first one is, um, I guess, clinically known more as like kyphosis. It just means increased curvature of the thoracic spine. When you think thoracic, think just below the neck, between the neck and um, mid back, basically. So that curve there is kind of increased, meaning you're kind of really forward, forwardly rounded, and maybe have uh, a little bit too much curvature there. And then the second one we see is called a flat, or we call <laughs> flat thoracic spine, where it's the same same spinal segments, but it's actually, I call it the washboard. Like it's literally just kind of lay your hand on it and it kind of feels just like a washboard between your shoulder blades and it's pretty flattened. Not, not a good washboard though. But yeah, yeah, not one you might want to have. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last one's just neutral, which kind of means in between the two, kind of more of a normal curve, but we can still see some issues with that um, as far as head and neck posture. Yeah, so the first one, the increased curvature to the thoracic spine. Think of, think of, uh, it's more common in the geriatric population because, uh, osteoporosis or the, the bones being very brittle, there will be, um, sort of, I, I guess I'd call them fractures or uh, a change of the actual spine itself so that these people are very hunched over. Uh, and so that's an exaggerated version. We don't really see that in, in our clinic. We're not treating that population, but that's, that's kind of what we're talking about in a sense, uh, in the extreme case and then the flat. Yeah. It's just the opposite. It's just your mid back is very flat. Mm -hmm. Um, so one thing that is common amongst all three of these, and we, we pretty much see, um, on, on all of our patients is sh shoulders are forward and head is forward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's just because pretty much everyone, 
uh, is going to own a cell phone or work on a computer um, or just be more sedentary than maybe we should be. And so naturally gravity is going to pull us forward. Even us sitting here doing this podcast, we have to kind of cue ourselves to sit up because mm-hmm. our shoulders wanting to, to dip forward and our head is uh, forward. So over time that happens on pretty much everyone. But what happens to the mid-back uh, has implications for headaches and migraines. So let's walk through these. So first we have increased uh, thoracic curvature, uh, increased curvature through the mid-back. Uh, so let's actually talk about how someone would notice that or be able to evaluate that on themselves. Yeah, I think um, obviously using a mirror is helpful or even getting a partner if you have someone at home to kind of help you evaluate and even take pictures of you is sometimes nice. Um, but what you want to think about is, um, quote unquote, neutral posture is your ear kind of lines up over your shoulder, your shoulder over your hip, hip over knee, knee over ankle. So if you kind of look at yourself from a side shot, if your head and ear is much more forward than your shoulders, or maybe your shoulders have dropped forward and you notice a big rounding in the mid back, um, then I would, I would suspect that you might have that increased curvature. Yeah. So we were talking earlier and, uh, an excess, it's called kyphosis, this this curvature through the mid-back. Excess kyphosis, um, like to, to an extent where it's significant when you're looking at posture, oftentimes is going to be in that geriatric population. So um, what we see often is just sort of this forward shoulder um, posture, and then the mid-back will oftentimes have an excessive curvature so that your head is sort of pushed forward. And, uh, and so, yeah, when you're evaluating that on yourself, it's kind of like from a profile view, um, do you see the rounded portion of your back and, and how much of it, like what, what is the distance between, uh, the, your shoulder and, and your back? Um, if you have, I guess what we would call an ideal posture, um, you wouldn't really be able to see that much, but maybe a little bit uh, as opposed to like a flat thoracic spine where it would just be flat. Like you'd probably just see your shoulder blades sticking out. Mm-hmm. Um, from a profile shot. Um, yeah, so I guess we can just transition into evaluating yourself if you have a, a flat thoracic spine. But um, we see a lot of people, they'll like have this winging effect in their shoulder blades. So even just in a resting posture, if, you're, if your mid-back is flat, your shoulder blades will kind of like um, bump out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you might, if someone's looking at your back, they might be able to to see very defined shoulder blades. Yeah. It kind of looks like a little chicken wing. That's what I call it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, typically with the flat thoracic spine, this isn't always the case, but muscles can be a little underdeveloped. And so that's why the shoulder blade can kind of appear like it's floating. The other thing to evaluate, uh, if, if you have a flat thoracic spine is if, um, if you have a dowager's hump or that little hump, uh, where the neck meets the upper back Mm -hmm. that usually is accompanied, uh, goes along with a a flat thoracic spine, not always, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, that, that can be something to look for as well. That can kind of be in a separate category, but we put it in the flat mid back section, um, because we just tend to see it with flat mid backs, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's, again, it's generally like this, this weakness through the muscles that interact with the shoulder blades and the neck. Um, over time that leads to this, this excess curvature through what we call the CT junction where the cervical spine and the thoracic spine. So the neck and the mid back connect. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times it can be a kind of like a correction for the flat mid back or, you know, the flat, flattened spine, um, other parts of your spine will kind of try to overcorrect for that. So then your head will come even more forward. And yeah, that's when you kind of get that little bit of a, a hump, which we have a lot of people, especially women come in here and go, I have this hump right here. Is there anything you can do about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There is. It just takes time. <laughs> exactly. Because um, it took time to develop it and it takes time to get rid of it. Um, yeah. The other things to look for. So with with a flat thoracic spine, typically what happens is there's that dowager's hump because the spine will ha- have to like overcorrect because it's missing the curvature through the mid back. And so it's almost like it, it makes up for it in a short amount of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get that uh, excessive curvature up high um, just below the neck. And then typically the neck has this excessive extension. Mm -hmm. So the neck will kind of have, it's almost like it's jutting forward and your head will, will be in that forward position, but uh, the neck itself is extended quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You might even see like a little bit of a crease on the upper part of the neck, um, as they're even just standing or sitting, it's like a little bit of a extension hinge. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, And part of that is the head uh, sitting on the first bone in the neck, um, is likely extended as well. And so if we were to try to straighten everything out, it'd probably very, be very uncomfortable for this type of, of posture, someone with this type of posture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have the neutral thoracic spine. So this one, there's, uh, there's not as many things that are going to be remarkable if you're evaluating it yourself. Uh, what we came up with is that typically people that just have a neutral thoracic spine, first of all, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, it's not a bad thing. Um, but when you have headaches or migraines and, and the curvature of your spine looks pretty good, uh, then typically you just have really tight uh, shoulders and, and a really tight neck. So just general tension. Like this is if you reach up overhead and it feels like a struggle. Uh, if you're reaching behind you or like you, you rotate left and right uh, and it feels stiff. Um, if you have just like general tension through your shoulders and, uh, this type of patient, um, oftentimes will, uh, be more, uh, I guess, yeah, they'll, they'll exercise more, um, and specifically strength training. Mm -hmm. And so they'll have developed muscles around their shoulder blades and around their mid back and neck, uh, but they'll just be really tight. So they might have strength and some stability, but uh, a lot of tension. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Anything to add with those three in self-evaluation? No. Okay, great. So let's go into um, how each of these develops. Um, so first off, increased curvature. What what are some things there that might contribute? Well, like you said earlier, uh, texting on your phone, computer work, lots of driving, lots of sitting, um, reading. I have some crocheters and knitters and crafters that just sit kind of forward all the time. And that can definitely um, be a factor. And like you said, kind of the older genera- or older population can have a little bit of more uh, degenerative changes in their spine. So they might be more apt to get that um, curve in their mid-back. Yeah. And yeah. And then if we, if we look at um, flat thoracic spine. So flat mid back, the same things can contribute to a flat mid back. The one thing that seems to be different is that there's just, there's low tone, meaning the muscles themselves are very weak. They haven't been used. Um, they're not developed. Uh, when, when the body isn't using a certain muscle group, it, it just, it almost becomes like you, you don't even notice it anymore. 
Um, and so typically the flat mid back with that sort of dowager's hump, the posture itself caters to shutting off certain muscle groups. Other muscle groups are lengthened and it's just, there's general weakness there. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes it's, um, people that are a little bit more sedentary, um, they haven't really worked, uh, their back muscles very much throughout the day. And, and that goes on for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, um, yeah, neutral thoracic spine, that's just neutral. I mean, it, it is, um, we'll say it's generally normal. Um, and you've probably, you, you, you've ended up that way because in general, you've, you've been relatively active. Um, you exercise, uh, you, you've been able to strengthen, uh, those back muscles. Um, you're, you're just really tight. And so, uh, not much there. If you're in the neutral thoracic spine, uh, mid back category, that, that's a good thing. You're probably relatively easy to treat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, just speaking to that, um, people with a flat thoracic spine, I found are a little bit more difficult to treat at times, or maybe it might take a little more time because they're really, um, almost like stuck in this extension in the mid spine and they can't rotate as well. And I, you know, our bodies are built to rotate over two thirds of our muscles are on a diagonal because they're, we are built to be, be rotational creatures but these people will get really stiff and then they'll try to rotate in maybe areas of their neck. They're not meant to rotate and that's when they can kind of get into trouble. Yeah. 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 So let's roll into the implications with headaches and migraines or just like the mechanics. Um, but yeah, following that train of thought, the flat mid back, it, it seems like they'll almost have excessive movement through their mid neck. And that's like the only place that they'll get it. Mm-hmm. Like they're, yeah, the CT junction, so where the neck meets the upper back is extremely stiff. Sometimes if I just put a little bit of pressure on it, they'll say it feels like it's pinching. Mm-hmm. Like there's a really sharp pain there mm-hmm. um, just because it's it's locked up. It's not doing um, really anything. And so all of the movement gets compressed in just to a, a few joints with that posture. Uh, what about uh, increased curvature? What What are some implications there? Yeah, those you really want to look at the shoulders and kind of pec muscles, um, tension there, tension in lats. Um, and then just like flat thoracic spine, I mean, obviously looking up into the neck, making sure they're getting rotation in the right areas. What's nice with the the increased curvature is sometimes it's easier to get that rotation back um, and they might not be as hype, uh too mobile in their midnight, like you're saying. Um, so, but we really want to look at, at shoulders with those people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Shoulders. And then I would say in both groups, uh, both of the, the flat increased curvature and even the neutral thoracic spine, pretty much everyone we see is going to need to improve the stability of the deep neck flexors in their neck. Mm -hmm. And so if your head is forward, which we said just kind of across the board, something we see, um, then generally your deep neck flexors are not being asked to do much throughout the day. Uh, because those really kick in in an upright position and with your chin tucked a little bit. Um, otherwise, you're, you're just playing into muscles like the sternocleidomastoid muscles that run along the side of your neck um, that aren't th- – their primary job is not to hold your head up throughout the day. And uh, But for most people, it, these are compensation patterns. So getting back to using the deeper postural muscles will help you restore um, proper posture and, uh, and be able to hold your head upright without that feeling, uh, like it's really hard. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So implications for headaches and migraines. So when it comes to increased curvature through the thoracic spine, yeah, we, we kind of like that because it's easier to treat. Um, basically you just are trying to get the shoulders stretched out, improve stability through the neck, uh, strength through the neck so that they can hold their head upright. And that really, that is just more comfortable to, um, sit in an upright posture. But the, the reason that that posture would, um, contribute to headaches and migraines is just that forward head position. It decreases the amount of space um, through that suboccipital area because your head is forward. And then it changes the angle of pull of, uh, several shoulder muscles, like the upper traps and the levator scapula, and even potentially the scalings a little bit that attach into the ribs and changing the angle of pull, um, is, is going to, uh, well, over time, uh, there's naturally going to be tension that develops because your shoulders are almost like anchored on your neck. And, uh, because of this abnormal posture, gravity is going to weigh heavier on it. And then that, that tension is going to travel up to your neck. So we see muscles like the levator scapula inserts into, um, even the Atlas and C2 and C3, and it'll pull on those. And so it directly impacts, um, what the upper cervical spine feels. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that, that posture with the forward shoulders increased, uh, curvature through the mid back, um, it's, it definitely has implications on headaches and migraines, but usually it responds quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about, uh, more of a flat thoracic spine? Well, one, so you, do you want to do takeaways of like what those people can do or do you want to do that? Well, at the let, end? yeah, let's, let's jump to that in a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. So for flat thoracic spine, um, Obviously, we're really looking again. I really want to make sure that they can rotate in their midspine. So we're really evaluating that. Um, definitely, we're looking at reducing the stress through the lat muscles. Those are like their pull-up muscles or pull-down muscles. If um, and those, we really need to make sure that we're reducing tension through. Um, and like you said, those SCMs in the front. Some of these people will uh, sometimes look like just really overdeveloped SCMs, where those big muscles along the front of the neck are kind of popping out. We want to make sure that we're really addressing the the deeper the deeper postural muscles that we can't see which is a little bit tougher to visualize but um, and get those SCMs to relax more yeah I would say the the big takeaway for uh, the flat mid back is those lats mm-hmm. um, I feel like my patients yeah that every one of them that has this type of posture is really gonna feel uh, a, a good lat stretch mm-hmm. and the lats they they start in the back and then they wrap around and they actually attach to the front side of, of the arm bone, the mm-hmm. shoulder. And so when they're tight, they pull us down and in. And, and our shoulders actually have a little bit of like an internal rotation. And one of the thoughts with having a, threat, a flat thoracic spine, a flat uh, mid-back, is that you're pulled in this direction. Then you're, you're kind of trying to correct it throughout the day. And as you're correcting, you're just correcting through the mid back, uh, which over time maybe just is like flattening the mid back, mm-hmm. uh, instead of like sitting upright, but having a, a relaxed, uh, posture with it. Um, so, so it's more natural to sit upright rather than like forcing it by pulling your shoulders back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so reducing stress through the lats allows people to, to rest in that more natural position. Um, yeah. And then a neutral thoracic spine, um, like we said, it's just, you're, you're kind of tight all over. Uh, typically it's going to be through the, the pecs. 
um, the upper traps uh, through the, the SCM. So a similar presentation, I guess, in all of these uh, is going to be those a little bit of a forward head, forward shoulders, which is going to be we need to stretch the lats, the pecs, mm-hmm. um, and stabilize the neck. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, so let's go into a few specifics of uh, what people can do um, at home. Yeah, so for that increased curvature, um, I, using a foam roller is a really great way to stretch your pecs. Um, and actually laying down on a long foam roller, like the three foot or 36 inch ones, where you can lay on it longwise and, and support yourself from tailbone to head. Um, so that lifts up your whole spine, your knees are bent, so you can kind of keep your low back more neutral. And then just bringing your arms out to the side position, like a T or a Y position, where you're really trying to isolate those pec muscles. Um, and you really need to do some deep breathing here. And for true stretches of the muscle, you really have to hold for quite a while. Um, you can't bounce, you can't just count to 10 and think that's enough. To actually get a muscle elasticity change or fiber change, you know, minimum 30 seconds, but I, I encourage people one, two minutes, you can take a break and do that several times. Yeah. I've actually been, cause when I do it at home, mm-hmm. I lay on it for like 10 minutes. 10? Do yes. your arms go numb? They do. <laughs> okay. But it's, you probably, I, I are just feel like that really helps. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I almost feel like it takes four or five minutes just to get everything to relax enough. Right. Probably your nervous um, system to even ramp yeah. down enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I've been telling patients like, here's, here's what I do. Try it. Great. If your arms go numb, don't worry. It's, (laughs) it only lasts a day or two. (laughs) Just kidding. It'll come back much sooner than that. Um, yeah. So yeah, time is important though. Yeah. That's the point. Um, yeah. And then flat, flat mid back. It's really, there's a, uh, there's a stretch we oftentimes give people for the lats, um, that incorporates breathing and, and, um, getting, yeah, restoring curvature through your mid back. And, uh, I, I believe it's very effective mm-hmm. uh, not really something that we can describe effectively right. on a podcast. So if you're like, Oh, I really want to know what that is, then, um, you might have to call us and, and, uh, go have a virtual evaluation with us or come in and see us, but, um, stretching your lats, um, even if, even I, if I just leave you with that and you YouTube how to stretch your lats, it'll likely be uh, a good thing that you, that you try and, uh, take your body through, um, because those lats are going to pull you down and in, like I said, and, uh, we want to get you to be able to relax comfortably. The other thing for flat mid back is like when you're, when you're trying to correct your posture throughout the day, if you're someone that is really aware of your posture, um, try not to just like pull your shoulder blades back, uh, because that, overcompensating in that way can play into a flat mid back. I'd rather you, um, consider, you know, where your hips are, uh, placed in the seat, um, have your weight distributed evenly, maybe have a little bit of a curvature. If you need to put like a pillow or something in your low back so that you, you do have a slight curvature of your low back. And and I've found that that will actually just sort of, you'll, you'll find that you can relax through your mid back and your shoulders a bit easier that way. Um, so I guess just a little lumbar support, uh, can help if, uh, if you do have a flat mid back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we've got uh, neutral spine. What can people do there? Well, this is one that, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I would, I would recommend the pec stretching, honestly, lat stretching for them too. Um, and doing, 
uh, I, as I keep talking about rotational stretches, um, through the mid spine and there's lots of stuff and that's, those are ones that sometimes you're lying on your side and you're kind of opening up with your arms. Um, and you want to make sure you're not feeling it in your low back, but more in your mid back to actually get that rotation. Um, and because they're just generally tight, sometimes they just need to be super consistent and again, take time with those exercises, um, to make a change. Yeah. So for example, I was the posture king in my PT program, um, which is, you know, which is a big deal. Big and, deal. Uh, yeah. Big deal. <laughs> Out of the 28 <laughs> students. Um, but I was, I mean, I'm incredibly tight, like very tight. Um, and that, that tension manifests itself in, in different ways. But as far as just static posture, like the, the curvature of my spine looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's fine. Exactly. Cause yeah. we, yeah, we care more about movement than just a static position. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right. So there we go. Uh, just to recap, uh, increased curvature through the mid back, flat mid back, and then neutral thoracic spine. Uh, we talked about the implications for headaches and migraines, what would cause you to have those types of postures, uh, and then what to do to, about them at home. Uh, we hope you find this podcast very helpful and practical today. And uh, as always, it's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next migraine and dependence on medication and thrive in everything you do. Uh, Thanks for listening.